welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones. Unscripted Energy is a podcast focused on the healing properties of energy work integrated in everyday things in everyday life. Unscripted because it's just that. Unscripted, unedited authenticity from two people working in the field of energy and spiritual wellness. So tune in, not just to us, but to yourself and experience unscripted energy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 4, Episode 1, Unscripted Energy. I am your host, Nora Noble, and I'm joined with my co-host, Pat Jones, and we're feeling a little bit giddy already this morning that Season 4 is underway. How are you today, Pat? I'm good. I'm trying not to laugh while you're doing the intro because we are just laughing so much. We were just laughing so much. I think, you know, for those of you who don't know this, um, we actually started this podcast about 45 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. We just, just started recording. Just know it. <laughs> yeah. So we... We have to get our, you know, we have to catch up. We have to see what's going on. And yeah. I mean... Get our feet wet. We, yeah, we get our feet wet. We, we, we've talked in other podcasts about how we literally just live around the corner from each other, but we, we haven't really seen each other, yeah. you know, in months no. other than on camera. No. Yeah. <laughs> Pat's yeah. in a little bubble over in her neighborhood. I am. It's people so like damn. me aren't, people like me aren't, allowed, the riffraff's not allowed in their neighborhood. <laughs> oh, right. Someday I'll, I'll walk over to the park and I'll, I'll see if you are over there okay and we can go for a walk that's where we we meet up is in the park with the deer and maybe in march when it it's you know a little bit warmer yeah we can listen to the deer and the and the the bullfrogs in the pine yeah i think that's what that noise is that's over there isn't it Mm -hmm. i think so okay let's just let's just say that it is because if it's anything other than a bullfrog i don't want to know what that is we don't want to know um I tend to hibernate in the winter. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's why I'm in my bubble. <laughs> in my cave, hibernating. I'm thinking that, you know, even though we got snow last night here, um, I'm going to mm-hmm. try to go over to Veterans Memorial uh, Lake Park, otherwise known as the Reservoir here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, where? She was like, what? What is that? What are you talking about? We have a we have a park we have a park called Veterans Memorial Lake Park. We do. Um, oh gosh! Two entrances, you know. Well, two public yeah, entrances. There's other ways to get into there. I'm well aware. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> think of the official name of it. Yeah, I'm gonna go over there. I think and see about walking my meditation hike path and put on my good sturdy boots and see how it is yeah just go give it a walk why not yeah i haven't walked it in the cold weather in 
long time. Fortunately for me, meditation hike has been pretty mild. So, um, um, I, I think it's supposed to be pretty windy today. No, good thing there's trees over there to block some of that from me until I get back to old state and have to deal with, with that. But okay, well, we'll good see. luck. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be here wrapped in a blanket thinking of you. Okay, good. Drink something warm for me. Thank good uh-huh. God. Having my tea. Yep. All right. Well, good. And uh, hopefully, New Year was good. The holidays were good. Good to you, because we went on hiatus there before the holidays to give ourselves some time with our families. And it was. It was. You know, it's always good no matter what occurs. And there were, you know, lots of hiccups, but um, it was nice. Um, it's a new year. That's exciting. It is. Um, I feel like it should be a new year every month or something. Well, like, it, to get us motivated. To, the to, hypnotist in me tells you that you can have that reframe every day if you chose to. Well, I, you know, honestly, you know, it sounds like I was joking, but I'm, <laughs> I'm really not. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. And, and I've done that reframe um, session with you, and it's awesome. And, and well, thank that's you. a good good um, reminder that I can go back and listen to my recording you and, can. And, and reframe my, myself. Wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, this is, I can make an, another resolution today mm-hmm. and, and get through that, you know, a, and I say that even though Pat knows how I feel about resolutions, but um. yeah, but I do. I like to say, um, and I don't say this every day, but I like to say happy new day. I like that. Happy yeah. new day. Happy new day. So. Do you do it with like, you know, the, the, with the, uh, kind of glittery hat and the horn, like you do at new year's, do you wake up every morning and put on your party <laughs> hat? Maybe you Definitely. should. Definitely not. <laughs> Maybe you should and get the noisemaker out. Yeah, that's another thought. <laughs> yeah. um, thanks. Start your oh, day with oh, your oh. noisemaker and blow I'll take that, that horn. Under advisement. <laughs> well, and, and so then when we record next week, you, we should do that. Because next week, um, if everything goes according to plan, and I say that because life happens, but um, yeah. as, as it stands, next week we're supposed to have Dr. Um, Dr. Shelley on. She's one of my hypnosis colleagues, Dr. Shelley Stockwell Nicholas, um, who, um, I think, you know, wearing the party hats and having the noisemakers and celebrating Dr. Shelley wouldn't be a bad idea. Maybe I'll do. She'd probably like that. She probably would like that. So, yeah, so we, lots of things going on for us already in 2023 and unscripted energy. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's full of possibilities. And then next month we have another guest. I'll I'll keep some of those things under my, we'll, we'll keep yeah. those things under taps. But we have some fun guests coming up in 2023 and season four. So it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good year, Pat. It's going to be. And it is. And I would also throw out there to, to our listeners that if anyone has a word that they would like us to put in our bank of words, that we choose from or, or if someone sends us a word we would we would do that absolutely would focus on that word so we posted um 
we posted just before New Year if anybody had a word that they were going to take into 23. And a lot of our listeners and our followers on Facebook um, sent, you know, put words in the comments. And so I've added those to my wheel of okay. words. And so thank you guys for that. And then um, my pastor sent a list of words called Star, star Words. And so I've added those to oh, my list. Right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Including the word that she, that spirit through my, uh, through spirit through my pastor gave to me, um, is also in that, um, I added to the, the wheel because I meditate yeah. on that word now every day as part of my meditation practice. So, you know, words, words Hi. seems to be a good, a theme for 23. I think that's good news for our podcast and our listeners that, Mm-hmm. people people like us they want us they you know they want us to stay around you know so thank you to our yeah. to our listeners to you know keep, for keep keep listening because you just never know like we say you never know what we're going to say you never know what's going to happen here on unscripted energy so that being said right so one thing we decided today was that that we would make one slight change Yes. And that I am going to be odd this year. <laughs> and so that makes you Even? not odd. <laughs> that makes me not odd. Yeah. <laughs> because we, no. we we joke that every you know, every time I'd pick the word I'd say I'm odd because because I'm odd and and I owned it and Pat said she wanted to be odd this year. So <laughs> this season Pat gets to be odd. So and since it's it. episode one, it's odd. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick, pick it to word. my bowl here and pick a word, see what we get. Oh the word is light. <gasps> Yay! <clears throat> light. L I G H T. Yes, one of my favorite words. One of my favorite words, too. It's the last name of uh, one of our guests from last season, Miss L- Randy Light. Oh, that's right. It is also the um, last name of our mayor here in our in our lovely town of Norwalk. Yes. Who also lives in, maybe we shouldn't say where he lives, but Pat knows where he lives. So. I do. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> over in that neighborhood where the riffraff like me is not doesn't go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I digress. Oh, yes, light. All right. My favorite All right. word. Moving right along. <laughs> um, so much to this word. Um, so as a noun, something that makes things visible or affords illumination. Um. And then there's a whole big paragraph about physics that, <laughs> you know, if we need to know that, I'll go back and look it up. Okay. Um, and physics is also called luminous energy, so that's pretty Ooh, cool. I like that word, luminous. Yeah. And then adjective, having light, bright, well-lighted, um, verb, to set burning as a candle, lamp, fire, match, um, to turn or switch on, like to turn on the light. Mm-hmm. So there's um, lots of there's definitions. And the other thing is um, the opposite of heavy. Mm. Yeah, you know, I 
So for whatever reason, when you read that, I didn't think about that in that way, but yeah. Yeah, um, well, I always think about the different meanings of the word light. That's why I put it in the, the bowl. Because, yeah, so like to um, let go of your burdens and lighten your load. Yeah, and, yeah. We, talk about, we talk about that in Qigong a lot, about creating a, a lightness and a feeling of lightness. Yeah. So, um, so oh, this is I a good one to start that. out the year with. Very good word. Yeah. Very good word to start the year off with. When you when you initially talked about the word, and I won't get into it too deep, so we can stay with the you know with with our process. But mm-hmm. you know, I I went immediately, obviously, to the the spiritual kind of mm-hmm. meaning about it. And there's so much even just there. But I love this word. This I I'm excited. Yeah, yeah we could go a lot of different directions. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So, um. Just to begin, um, let's drop in just for a moment uh, with a little Qigong meditation around the word light. And um, I seem to have my hands by my heart, so I'm going to go there. Uh, Prayer hands in front of the heart, heart space, and just drop into this moment noticing the sensations in the body maybe um, sights and sounds around you if you would like to close the eyes you may go ahead and do that if it's safe to do so if not maybe just dropping the gaze down letting the shoulders relax relaxing the forehead Slowing down, slowing down the breathing. We slow our breathing, it slows the mind. Just for a moment. Feel that aliveness within the body. That really has a a lightness to it. That formless energy. in the heart space and a little smile to the heart noticing how 
smiling to the heart may make you feel a little lighter. Take a nice deep breath. And we'll take that lightness into our time here together. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I love this word Thank for you. so many reasons. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I had a, I lit my candle before oh, we started, nice. so I already had a little light burning over here when. Oh, nice. When you pulled that word out, so. Yeah. Yeah. So when we yeah, that's that's something really to sit with. It really is. Um, yeah, before we started, I talked about how you know the word light for me is like the, um, it's like the symbol of of life, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we mm-hmm. talk about in the spiritual sense of things. Um, you know how, um, you know that spiritual light from the divine or. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, there's light even in the darkness. Yeah, you know, light of the world. Light of the world, yeah, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, when we think about that, that light that we're talking about, that em- that's within us, that sometimes um, emanates from us, you know, mm-hmm. and it's really that the what we're talking about is this that hope within that that drives our inner strength and um, you know so we are all full of light even people that might not seem like they are yeah <laughs> you it's know there. it's, it's there, there. Yeah. you have to look a little harder for it but it's mm-hmm. there for sure or and it also you know just dawned on me for whatever reason um, it, it's also a word that um, we can associate like with, I mean, what's the word that's coming to me? We can associate with wisdom, right? Because it's enlightenment comes, yeah. to, comes yeah. to mind when I think about that word. Yeah. So yeah. Lots of, lots of possibility here in this word, Pat. Mm-hmm. What you, you mentioned what, what there was like this kind of. Uh, pardon the expression, I guess this yin and yang, there's the different kind of, different connotations within the word light that made you, that prompted you to put the word in your bowl. Um, yeah, I just, I've always thought about um, the different meanings of it. And, and I, you know, when we look at words, I, I tend to think of the different meanings that a word might have. And um it's the word light is like it's a very practical thing mm-hmm. it's you know how we you know here i am in this room with the lights on i have a light on me yeah. uh you have a light on you mm-hmm. so we can you know can we we can see in the dark and 
thing. <laughs> um, but like I said before, it's also the lightness of of things and also of us where um, I know personally I can I can tell when I feel heavy and when I feel light in my my chi, my my right. my life force energy. My energy is my energy light or is it heavy? Right. And um so not only is it that that practical everyday light, but it's also that here's one of your words, ethereal, um <laughs> mystical mysterious um spiritual spiritual feeling or or energy that that we like you were saying that we all have it it's it's like that that peace that is all within us we just have to uncover it or peel away the the layers of the onion kind of a, a thing. It's, it's right. in there. It's in every, everyone has that light within them. Absolutely. And every, everyone, everyone. Yeah. Even if mm-hmm. you feel like they're just evil human beings that have no yeah. empathy, they still have light within them, you know, just mm-hmm. because it's not the thing that emanates from them doesn't mean it's not within them. Right. Um, you know, so, right. And there's a variety of reasons why people don't let their light show. A variety mm-hmm. of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes, like you talked about the heaviness and things, you know, sometimes that is, um, you know, grief-laden. Um, sometimes that's trauma-laden, you know. So there's a variety of reasons why people don't allow their light to show or they feel like their light like their light can't show or they don't realize the light within themselves but that doesn't mean that it's not there um right and uh you know and also also we without darkness we wouldn't have light right so um and not just from a spiritual metaphysical standpoint like from physical from physics standpoint right right Um, and the other thing I just thought of was if, if you really, to me, if you really want to understand this, look at a baby, look at a baby's face and, and to me, that's how you can see that there's light in everybody. Mm. Just just look at a baby. Yeah, because you know what's interesting to me about that is that to me when you look at a baby and you see that light that you're talking about right that it just naturally authentically yeah you know emits this light this essence right I think and maybe I, I don't know if I'm right about this it's just my thought on this is that perhaps it's because babies until they you know until they reach a certain children reach a certain age haven't developed a sense of self and so when we don't have a sense of self or or and i don't mean that in a bad way like we don't know who we are but i mean sometimes we can get caught up 
in identifying with who we are and, and our values instead of just being, speaking from a mindfulness standpoint, babies and children don't have that sense of self yet and having to identify with who they are and, and, and know that. And so perhaps that's why their light shines a little more authentically than when you get a little older and that heaviness that gets laid upon us is who we are versus who the world needs us to be, wants us to be, tells us we are, all of that. So we yeah. call it, we call that acquired chi. Ah, yeah, acquired have, chi. Yeah, you have prenatal chi and acquired. Chi. You know, it's mm-hmm. all that that you were just talking about. We call that acquired chi, and just think about everything that you acquire through life as in the form of energy mm-hmm. from your people, your, your, you know, the world, every, everything that you go, that goes on within the world in your life that, that kind of creates who you are. Um, that's, that's acquired chi all of that and you know our likes our dislikes our mm-hmm. um you know the, those things that kind of make up who we are are um, yeah you know yeah. yeah and i always think back to looking at the babies i always think that this is how i <laughs> look at it i guess it's like babies, they're just, they're just on this side of heaven, you know? Yeah. Like, they're, they're just, I don't know, it's hard to put into words, um, but. But when you talk about that, like, let's just say, for the sake of this conversation, like, because I'm not a Qigong, um, I'm a prick. Uh, a student, <laughs> not, not a Me practitioner, too. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> um, but if, when you, um, so, you know, when you come into this world, you have this authentic chi, right? And then you get the acquired chi as you develop mm-hmm. and grow and have mm-hmm. your lived and learned experience. So when you think about it, that acquired chi ends up taking up more space in your lifetime, right, then your authentic chi, but that doesn't mean the authentic chi isn't there. Right. But yeah. as you go through life, you can't, you're can't. you never going to be able, once you hit that threshold of your authentic chi and that transformation happens, you, you can't increase, you're never going to be able to increase your maximum authentic chi. Is that safe to say? Like, once you hit that threshold and the acquired chi starts to fill up that space going forward you can't increase the authentic chi or can you do you think um that's a really good question um i'm not sure yeah i Um, but what i what i or i wonder if it's more of a maintaining do you know what i mean i think it's more of a transformation i think what we can do and that this goes back to the light or heavy mm-hmm. is, you know, there's certain acquired chi through our lives um, 
you know, trauma, say, in our past. And um, there are practices to, to, to work at transforming that heavy energy that we've acquired to, to clear away the, the, that stagnant energy that we've acquired and, and create more of a lightness within us mm-hmm. and to release and, and let go of, of some of that heavy energy that, that is weighing us down in life. Um, there's, there's practices to, um, to lighten, to lighten it. So that I, I, that's where that brought me as far as, um, acquired. I mean, we're all going to acquire chi, Mm -hmm. um, and you know, and chi is energy, a different way of saying energy. So, um, there's, there's ways to transform Mm-hmm. the energy that we've acquired i think i like the i like the way you said that there's a we're never going to replenish i guess you could say our or our authentic chi i guess is kind of where i was going with that right we're born with right that and then we get this um acquired chi and that lightness but even in that acquired chi there's darkness right so it, it, it kind of ebbs and flows throughout our life. And the reason that we know the lightness exists is because when the heaviness happens and then the heaviness is alleviated. Right. And we feel better or we feel well, well and, or whatever. And I mean, I've, I've kind of gone off on a Qigong tangent here. That's okay. But, please do. It's um, all relevant, right? It's all Qigong. So it, light is energy. It's all, yeah, it's all and, relevant. And <laughs> that in what we were just talking about, we, in the practice, it's, there's two ways to, um, to work with the energy and it's tonify and purge. Mm. So, and what I was talking about before would be purging to, to clear and, and release stagnant chi that we don't need or want. And then, so we, we, we work to, that's the gong, we work to release that, and then we do practices like, like flows that, that strength, tonify is another word for strength, and so we're, we're strengthening and tonifying the good energy, the good chi within us, so we can, we can build that we can build um our our strength in our chi in our body and in our emotions and our mind love that love that there's a little little qigong um (laughs) we are talking about this i got this kind of vision of of like a creek and a and a dam, a dam mm-hmm. just you know of sticks and so forth. And if you think about the light and the heavy, or the light and the darkness, or however you envision that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. word and the energy of it, you know we can think of that that dam in 
from an energy standpoint in two ways that it's either it's either blocking the flow or it's helping you to build up up chi right and so you know when i think about that from from this this essence of of light that you know if you're if, if the dam is there and on one side of the dam you're building up building up building up and the other side of of it is um being you know either become stagnant or it, it's you know um doesn't have the same intensity as the other side of the dam right um sometimes that one side flows over the dam and and the dam doesn't exactly do the job but sometimes the dam breaks <laughs> yeah and, and you know and so the reason i bring that up is that you know um light in and of itself permeates everything there's nothing that can get in the way that holds the light back and i think it's important from an energy standpoint to understand that that when you're feeling heavy like that um you know when you're feeling that heaviness or you're feeling that darkness and you don't feel like the light is there the reason we know that the light exists because there's no place that in, in the history of physics that light can you know not not exist in because even if you close the door here you know and I closed mm -hmm. all the blinds and I turned off all the lights, mm -hmm. it would still peek through the crest of the door. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So it it's 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 that it's that wisdom that reminds me that when things do feel heavy or things do feel dark, that there's help out there, that yes. the the light the light's peeking through, I just have to open the door or I have to lift up the yeah. blinds and yeah. allow it to be. Yeah. yeah. I love that and that that is so Qigong because you, <laughs> it is because you use um, nature as, as your example. Yeah. The like light cannot be stifled. It's just, it always, yeah. it's always there. Yeah. Well, and uh, one of my favorites is the sun is always, always shining behind the clouds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm reminded too that, you know, there's if if you you go outside and you look up in the in the um, evening sky before the sun has set completely if you look and, and kind of allow your vision to speak maybe i should save this for my ending meditation <laughs> as it's starting to come to me i'm like this is really good i don't know i know where this is coming from thank you god but yeah. I'm like, maybe I should save it. But when you span the sky and you start to notice like that kind of silhouette of the moon in one mm -hmm. it, before before it's fully come up, you see the silhouette yeah. that's there. You yeah. know, that's the moon's way of acknowledging that, you know, it's going to get dark soon, but I'm here to help. Um, you know, even mm -hmm. even when it's just a teeny little sliver, you know, even in the yeah. darkness, the light exists. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Light, light. And what does it mean for you? Um, you know, I we talked about the you know the qigong aspect of light, and um, being who I am. You know, the the spirit, the symbolism, and the spirit of of the light. You know, there's a bunch of different ways in my head. I'm thinking, you know, Bible verses come to mind. You know, I am the way, the truth, and the light. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason I think that one came up is because I think that's on the billboard. 
out on Route 250 as you're going from Avery to Sandusky. It's a for for those of you who are listeners that are local to our area. It's a billboard that's been there for at least 50 years. It's been there (laughs) forever. It survived tornadoes. It's been been redone. Mm -hmm. It's been in the same spot as far as I know for 50 years. I always know that when I'm, you know, approaching Huron Township before I get to Sandusky that Jesus is going to be, greet me on the side of the road there. <laughs> I have a little story, if you don't mind. I don't mind stories here. at all. Is, go um, ahead. So remember where you were going, but I, um, but I remember years ago, um, our pastor at church, I mean, this was, this was many years ago, and, and something must have, he was driving to Sandusky, and something, you know, happened with his car. I, I, you know, I can't remember what. Yeah. But he had to pull off the side of the road and and call his wife and say, you know, come and get me or whatever. And she's like, well, where are you? And she, and he says, I'm right by Jesus. <laughs> he was right. He was by that. She knew where to find him. <laughs> yes. He was right by that um, <laughs> that billboard. Everybody who's I always, local knows. I always think about. I always think about that. Almost every time I drive over there. <laughs> That's funny. Isn't that funny. <laughs> I'm right by Jesus. Right on two fifty. Yeah, everybody right knows where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. I think everybody has those kind of, you know, those kind of, um, I guess, landmarks, if you will, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I'm right by Jesus. Yeah. 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 Nothing. Yeah. Nothing bad can happen right here. I'm right by Jesus. So no, you were you were talking about that Bible verse that's on Bible that billboard, verses. yeah. No. And so, for those of you not listening, not in the area, we have a billboard on a major route, Route Two Fifty, going through our community, and it's outside of our community. It's got the Jesus from the chest up, looking kind of upward towards the sky, and it says, "I am the way, the truth, and the light." And so that's, that verse kept coming to, to me as we were talking today, talking about the light and the true spiritual light. And, you know, when we talk about the divine light, whatever word or wording that you use to kind of describe that more spiritual light. And even if you're not, you know, Christian, you know, the light, the message of the light comes through. I mean, in uh, Judaism, you know, that the, uh, Hanukkah is the festival mm-hmm. of light. So... It's very, the, the word light and the meaning of light is very, has a very kind of spiritual hierarchy, you know, and, and meaning. Um, and we kept talking about how the light, you know, is always, it's always present, you know. And I think about, and I mentioned a little bit ago about, you know, um, you know, even, you know, in, even in the darkness, light mm-hmm. appears, um, you know, but from the spiritual meaning of light and darkness, like from, um, from a Christianity standpoint, you know, we, um, you know, this light means, um, you know, kind of the spiritual lightness, you know, heavenly of goodness can be Mm -hmm. interpreted many ways, really depending, I guess, on your belief. Um, but generally the light represents a variety of things in Christianity. Um, you know, health, wellness, truth, knowledge, wisdom. Um, and, and then, you know, darkness in Christianity all represents, all yeah, <laughs> all the other stuff, you know, mm-hmm. illness, evil, um, ignorance, things like that. 
Um, and so light has long been kind of associated with, I would say, religions around the world since I named two of them. Um, you know, I, even though I'm a, you know, I, I am a minister, I'm, I will, I am first and foremost, I will tell you that I don't know everything there is to know about world religion, but I would imagine that since there are, I know of at least, you know, three, maybe four religions that light, um, has various spiritual kind of, um, you know, meaning associated to it. And, um, you know, we talk about light versus heavy, light versus dark. I also think about, um, you know, Chinese medicine and yin and yang. And, um, you know, there's always this kind of, you know, good, bad, heavy, light uh, kind of connotation when it comes to dealing with, with these kinds of things or opposites, if you will. And the reason is because... Um, you know, people might say, well, it's, you know, because one is good and one is bad, right? Again, opposites. And it's like, no, it's not necessarily, if we choose to look at it that way, you know, that heaviness is, you know, is, is the bad and light, lightness is the good or light is the good and darkness is bad. But really what I feel or I offer um, people to consider is that, it's not good nor bad. It just is. And without the other, the one could not be in harmony in nature. Right. Light can't just exist by itself and have balance right. and, and without the other one. So the yin and yang symbol, hmm. mm -hmm. there is, and it's, it's a relationship and it's moving. Mm-hmm. And, and it continues one into the other. The other. It's the the sunny side of the hill and the shady side of the hill. Mm. And there's a drop of yin in the yang and a drop of yang in the yin. That's what the dots are. Oh, okay. See? Yeah. I learned something new. So, and it's a relationships because... Um, one person's heavy could be another person's light. Mm. One person's um, excitement could be another person's fear. It's like a True. roller coaster. True, yeah. So, you know, I don't care for roller coasters, but you might love them. And it's the same thing, but it's, it's a, just a different relationship with that particular thing right yeah and you know when I was mentioning like the other you know I mentioned Christianity I mentioned Judaism you know I the bit I know about Buddhism and the bit I know about Hinduism you know is that um I think it was Buddha that said all things come from nothingness right darkness um yeah. and so when you understand this when you understand that all things come from nothingness, that's enlightenment, right? That's yeah. the essence of enlightenment that, that mm -hmm. they're speaking of in Buddhism. Um, and um, what was the other thing? Oh, in Hinduism, um, before anything else was created, 
at the beginning of time, before anything else was created at the beginning of time, um, in Hinduism, Brahma created light. So, you know, light um, has been a universal presence in spirituality and um, and you know our belief system and symbolism for centuries upon centuries. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think of the is it the Bodhi tree, the tree of enlightenment? Is that what it's, is that what it is? Um, you know that in the um, in the essence of you know of the the darkness of this. Um, again, these things keep coming to me that I'm like, maybe I should save them in a few minutes for, but when, when you think about, they'll come back to you. They'll come back to me. Yes. When you th think about a seed, go on this tangent with me for just a few seconds here, a few moments. Yep. When you think about a seed, think about what's inside that seed. Like it has this hard outer shell that's visible to the light, right? The light outside the world here in the world here. But inside that hard shell are, are this essence of little things just sitting in the darkness, mm -hmm. waiting for something to happen. Mm -hmm. and, what do, and what do we do with that seed? We dig a hole and we bury it further into the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> we bury it further into the darkness and we put some water on it and we cross our fingers and pray to God and hope that it will just germinate enough to poke out of that hard shell and through that soil and up through the ground. So what? So the light can make it grow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so there's hope in all of that. Oh, yeah. The lightness that we feel and that we experience and sometimes don't believe is there is there. It exists. Does that mean that when it's heavy, we're not going to, we're not always going to realize that like the heaviness is just going to sometimes feel so overwhelming that it just feels like the light has left us. Yeah, it's going to feel like that. But what have we said time and time again on this podcast that just because we feel something or we believe something is true doesn't make it real. So sometimes we have to roll our shoulders back and open ourselves up to the vulnerability of the darkness so that we can allow the light to come in and and what that does when I you know invited you to roll your shoulders back and open your arms up it's helping you to crack your outer shell of your seed self so that life can spring forth again because mm -hmm. it's all um it's all relevant you just have to you have to want it you have to Acknowledge that the darkness exists in order for the light to shine through. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's all I got. Well, uh, and it just made that made me circle back to what we were talking about at the beginning about starting every day, reframing your day, like yeah. happy new day. Yeah. Okay. Every morning I'm gonna. I'm going to open up, I'm going to bring in the light. Um, so yeah, that made me think about what we were talking about. And say it just like they say it on that, on the frosty, the snowman winter, you know, the, the, the special that we see every November, December, you know, where he puts his little hat on and he goes, happy. 
Happy New Year. You know, you got to get up every morning and go, Happy New Day. Yeah. And then just whatever and and invite whatever's going to come to come. And but in that protect yourself. Right. Like Pat Mm -hmm. says, she lives over there in her in her bubble. And I place a bubble (laughs) of protection when I'm doing my meditation. I place a bubble of protection around our city. And then I envision that bubble of protection around our state and then our country and then the earth so that um, I try to send, you know, the good and healing light into those places and spaces. So um, and into our, you know, our beloved park that, um, you know, brings us brings us joy, which, you know, I will say when the park was first going to go in. You know, for some of us in our neighborhood, I don't know about Pat's neighborhood, but in our neighborhood, we were like, there was heaviness and stuff with that. We're like, what does this mean for us? Extra noise, more people, more traffic, right? But what we've come to as as several neighborhoods, I I don't want to speak for all of them because it was a little harder for some to digest than others because this park kind of, would you say, kind of envelops like four neighborhoods, kind of, sort of. If we think about it, maybe more, but it's kind yeah, of at least, yeah. the, this backyard kind of butts up or the backyards of this yeah, there's park. There's a lot of, lot of homes yeah. surrounding it. Surrounding yeah. it. So, you know, it was, it was, it was a heavy kind of thing for some people to accept that this thing was going to go in. Yeah. But we know having walked in that park and done Qigong in that park and meditated in that park and, mm-hmm had conversations in that park and listened to children scream and play in that park. Heard children laughing. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's a favorite memory of mine. Uh, I've told that story before on this podcast that that was a moment of lightness for me. Maybe I'll circle back to that here in a second before we wind up. But what we've Mm -hmm. learned as a community is that park has also brought a lot of us a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. And I'll, and I guess that's a good segue for me to briefly lead into this story is that when 2020 was happening and all of us were dealing with that heavy word of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a heavy word, wasn't it? It sure was. Um, you know, and there's still some uncertainty in what happened still in 23 about what do we do, right? What, you know, what's happening? We're not in a pandemic state anymore, but, you know, what's going on? But in the midst of 2020, when it was so, so heavy, Pat and I found ourselves doing a Qigong meditation class together in our beloved park. And we had a, you know, a group about, you know, a handful and a half of people, you know, maybe eight or so of us. And we were sitting in the park and we were doing kind of a, we were in the meditation stat portion of our class and we were all so quiet because nobody at this point when Pat and I were doing this class, nobody was really kind of going outside their home still even. I mean, to even go outside mm-hmm. in your yard, people were like, are we allowed to do this? And we're still, yeah, we were still a little tense. We were. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. kids weren't out playing. We didn't hear, you know, it just wasn't, you know, the park wasn't being used, which is why we were like, let's go meet in the park because nobody's, nobody's there. Yeah. And so, and we can spread out and have social distancing and not be by each other. And in the midst of my quiet meditation, and we were all very still, we, Pat and I hear this ruckus laughter of children playing in the playground, screaming, like, you know, (laughs) like, like children do. And you would think that in that moment, oh my gosh, that would have been 
you know, six months before, it would have been an annoyance. Like, could they have waited half hour to play? This, you know, yeah, distract, <laughs> it would have been a distraction. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, in that time, it was the lightness we all needed yeah. because nobody in that meditation practice was distracted by that screaming. We were all enlightened by that screaming of, oh yeah. my gosh, there are kids out playing right now. There's hope that we're going to yeah, get through was, this. <laughs> it was like music to our ears. <laughs> it really, really was. It really was. Yeah. And it's a, it's a happy, happy, uh, one of my favorite meditation classes I've ever done. Is That's having that squeal yeah. in the middle of my class, and I was yeah. like, "Okay, yeah, yeah. thank you for yeah. showing up today, kids." <laughs> that makes me that makes me feel like we need to go back to the park this. We do this, this spring, spring, summer, and and do do something together. Again. Yeah. We do. I think I think that's a great that plan. We should go back to the fun. park and do qigong meditation together. Yeah. It'll be good. Well, with that, I'm going to take a break and then I'm going to figure out which direction the light's going to lead me into this closing <laughs> yeah. activity or what we're going to do here. So stay tuned to Unscripted Energy, Season 4, Episode 1. We will be right back. Do you have a word you want Pat and I to consider for a future episode? You can leave it on our Facebook page at Unscripted Energy or email us at unscriptedenergy at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. All right, welcome back to Unscripted Energy. You're joined with uh, Pat and myself on this beautiful day, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. The word of the week is light. We've been talking about the variations of light. We've been talking about light and heavy and light and dark, um, you know, and enlightened and being, you know, good and evil, whatever it might mean to you in this essence of light. Um, we, we've kind of covered it, Pat. We've kind of gone a bunch of different ways with yeah. with the meaning and the energy and the connotation of what light means to us. Um, I think in this closing meditation, I'm going to go back to one of those concepts that we talked about and expand on it just a bit. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing in this moment, if it's safe for you, to stop and take some time for yourself and close your eyes, I invite you to do so. If it's not safe for you to do that, then just perhaps just listen with a curious mind and an open heart and allow yourself to just hear the words as if it was a lecture um, or a sermon or whatever works for you um, and just allow yourself to be. And then perhaps when, it, when you are somewhere that you can safely revisit this podcast and listen to this again and you can afford yourself the time to stop and pause and close your eyes then do it then and if that time is now go ahead and close your eyes and allow yourself to take some time in this stillness and if your eyes are closed as you begin to notice that as your lids slowly droop down over your 
the light of your eye, which is your iris and all the parts of your eye that bring light inward and connect to your mind and your brain. As you close your eyes and those lids come down over those parts and your sensations change and you begin to experience the darkness or the ab seemingly absence of light if you will and turn your attention inward you begin to notice that that theory the absence of light is just untrue that even though the lids are over the eyes and you've allowed yourself to look inward that you do still experience the essence of the light and not just in the crease where the bottom lid meets the top lid but you experience the light in every corner in every part of the darkness And it's with that realization that we know and understand that hope is alive within us. So take a nice big deep breath into that hope. And as you exhale, begin to notice as you exhale that the light becomes brighter. Since you take another big deep breath into that hope and you exhale, that light becomes brighter evermore. And as you take a third deep breath in and you exhale out, soon that light is just emanating from every pore in the top of your head, and the sides of your head, and the front of the back of your head. From your throat, and your neck, and your shoulders, and your palms. From each and every toe. And as you allow that light to not only radiate from you, you allow the light around you, and the awareness of the light and the existence of the light in the world to permeate, to absorb into you and to further fuel the light within. And as you continue to just breathe and tap into that breath, that breath is the light of the hope. And if you imagine for a moment any spots of darkness, of the essence of darkness that you might still be aware of, I would invite you to imagine that those tiniest spots of darkness and the awareness are merely seeds that we talked about previously. Seeds not of darkness, but seeds within waiting to germinate and bloom and blossom forth new hope, new ideas, new awareness, enlightenment, 
knowledge, whatever it is that you need, and just notice what those seeds might be for you. And as you allow those seeds and that need to rest right now in the hibernation of winter, to allow them to be nurtured and fed in the darkness, knowing that the light is nurturing that seed. And when in due time, that seed bursts forth with the new hope, it is in this stillness that you have prepared a place for it to blossom and bloom and be fortified within you, of you, and because of you, and in your essence of the light that you are to the world. So take a big deep breath into any of those seeds. Nurture them in that light of breath, and as you exhale, rest in the lightness of knowing the good is within. And as you take another deep breath in to nurture those seeds and you exhale in the lightness, you feel alleviated of the worry and tension and stress, knowing that those seeds of lightness and good are bringing blessings. And take a third deep breath into those seeds. Nurture and nourish. Exhale out. And allow the light of the hope and the joy and the blessings to come. To radiate within and around and through. Namaste. Thank you all. Thank you, Pat. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Pat, for coming back for another episode and another oh, season. Thank you. It's so fun. It is so fun. And with that, I'm Nora Noble signing off from this episode of Unscripted Energy. Be well. Stay safe. Peace. have been listening to Unscripted Energy, a podcast by hosts Nora Noble and Pat Jones. The viewpoints on Unscripted Energy are those solely of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of our followers or commentators. Thank you for tuning in to Unscripted Energy.